So we're analyzing the Eddie Murphy sitting down with Jerry Seinfeld with the Comedians in Cars Who Get Coffee series on Netflix. If you haven't checked it out, there's some really great interviews that you'll find uh, present where Jerry Seinfeld is talking with different comedians. So go to Netflix, check it out, see if you like it. In this particular episode that I'm looking at, he's sitting down and he's talking with Eddie Murphy. I found gems throughout this whole conversation. So I want you to uh, sit back, enjoy, grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your wine. Let's sit down and let's study this conversation. Uh, Thank you for being a Black Equity uh, listener. Make sure you're proud to be a Black Equity insider. This week, you will be receiving information on how to start and maintain your nonprofit. So be on a lookout for those emails that are coming out uh, through the Black Equity Insider uh, list of people who are dedicated to the information. Now, let's get to this Eddie Murphy conversation with Jerry Seinfeld. I found this to be next level conversation, and I found some things in there that we can pull out that I believe can elevate all of us to the next level through the wisdom that's being passed down. And the wisdom that's being passed down is a lot of times found through difficult situations. A lot of those difficult situations and circumstances that we've found, they can't be avoided. And it's stuff that you can't necessarily just get out of the way. It can't just always be easy. You have to go through sometimes adversity. And Eddie Murphy talks about his journey from being a uh, beginner in a stand-up to where he is now. So, without further ado, let's get to it. Black Equity, episode 160. This is The Changing of the Guards. The first piece of wisdom from the Eddie Murphy comedians in cars getting coffee episode on Netflix. The first piece of wisdom I found within the first 10 minutes. See, if you're not familiar with Eddie Murphy, he's one of the most successful black comedians, really one of the most successful comedians out there. He's probably been in some of the best films, uh, notably movies like Life and Coming to America. And I know they're working on a Coming to America, too. And we talked about that very early on in this first season of Black Equity. During the first few episodes, I remember having a conversation about potentially there being a Coming to America, too. And we looked at the equity in Coming to America, one, and who owned certain things. And I remember finding that Eddie Murphy owned a lot of his stuff. And so studying him is studying uh, how to play the game. And if you think that this podcast is about celebrities, I think you missed the whole point of what we're talking about here. If you think that what what we're doing here is about money, ooh, you've really missed out on this podcast. And the possibilities here. If you think what we're talking about on this podcast 
has anything to do with uh, status? No, no, no. That's, that's not quite what we're talking about here. One of the things that we passed out, and I know that there's other people that passing out the information with Naval, where he tells you how to get uh, rich, but what he really means is how to get wealthy. And I know that podcast is going out there, and I know we sent out information to everybody who was subscribed early on in the year about how to get rich, how to get wealthy. And what I try to do on this podcast is show you what, Here's the people who are wealthy. Here's what they're doing. Here are the different things that they've uh, mastered or what they've done. Pay attention. And so on the first piece of wisdom of this uh, Comedians in Cars getting coffee, Eddie Murphy and Jerry Seinfeld, the first 10 minutes, they look at each other and they talk about uh, they're in the car, and Eddie Murphy talks about when when he got his start. Jerry Seinfeld's talking about when he got his start. And both of them look at each other and say, when they were both starting off in Long Island in New York, they were both loners. They were both to themselves a lot. They didn't have a lot of friends. The The, the very beginning... Can be very lonely. And so the first piece of wisdom is you can be alone, but that doesn't mean you're by yourself. You can be alone, but it doesn't mean you're by yourself because always with you is your legacy. Yeah. See, they're both sitting there now, 30 years later, talking about how it was back then and the experiences that they were gaining by themselves. And so it's okay. Many of the people I've noticed that are successful and are truly doing really great things, a lot of them were by themselves in the beginning. And so if you are building something and a lot of people haven't bought into it and you're not part of this big tribe of people, I just want to let you know it's okay. It's okay that you don't have 50 people surrounding you. And everybody is, you know, excited every time you post something on Twitter and people go in a frenzy every time you're on Instagram. If you have a a small group of people that truly rock with you, there's there's so many unlimited possibilities that you can do with just a small group of people. You do not have to have the biggest tribe in the world to be successful. But DJ... How's that possible? Well, I'm telling you right now, from this conversation, they're giving you wisdom right there. They're telling you when they started off, they were loners. They didn't have a lot of friends. There's there's a beauty in not necessarily being around 100 people all the time. Yes, it is beautiful to support one another and help one another. And you know I'm all for that. But you don't have to, you know, be up under somebody 24-7 to be successful. In many ways, that can hinder you. I believe in going together to, to really get far. But I also believe in having your own mind and having your own space to properly create the things that you want to create. 
That's what I'm seeing on this first piece of wisdom. And we're only five to ten minutes in. And two of the most successful comedians are telling us, hey, we were both loners, man. We both started out this whole thing on our own. And look at us now. Look at we riding in the best cars. We're living the best life. We've made it for our own individual stories. See, making it has nothing to do with external people. If 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 making it means, oh my goodness, this person followed me, and oh, this person wants to sign me to a record deal, and this person wants to do this, and no, no, making it is when you have decided this is the path that I'm going down, and I'm not going to let anybody stop me. So if you can do that, hey, I want to be successful in this, and this is what I'm going to do, and then go start doing that. You don't even have to have made all the way to whatever it is you're trying to do. Making it is simply deciding this is the right path for me and nothing is going to stop me on this path and I'm going to do this every day. Boom, Black Equity, we've made it. Boom, your podcast, you've made it. Boom, your YouTube page, you're making it. Your business, you've made it. All of us have made it, here we are. All of the entrepreneurs, all the investors listening, we've all made it. But just know that in the beginning, it can be lonely. You could be by yourself. But you have to believe in you before anybody else does. The belief should not be external. The belief should be internal. And once you start believing yourself, the possibilities are endless. Wisdom number two, the second piece of wisdom with uh, comedians in cars getting coffee with Eddie Murphy. This was a slight, you would have missed it if you weren't all the way tuned in, okay? Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld are having this conversation and they're talking about what's appropriate to say during stand-up. And, you know, um, Jerry Seinfeld talks about potentially having a homeless joke. And he talks about this idea of anytime you see one homeless person um, talking with another homeless person, uh, you have to think that one person is giving another person advice. And Eddie Murphy says, you know, what's wrong with that joke? You, do you think it's too hard on the homeless? And Jerry says, I don't, I don't know. It's just something I'm, I'm working out. And, uh, then they share with each other. You got to think, anytime two people are talking, one person is saying, hey, you should go this direction. And hey, you should go that direction. And so I don't know if I necessarily find it funny, but I did find it to be a piece of wisdom. I did find it to be a piece of wisdom. I believe that you have to be very mindful of the people that you are uh, getting your information from. I think that Matt and I think that's why a lot of what I do is let me show you an independent source. Let me show you an independent source and you can decide for yourself if you rock with what I'm saying. <laughs> you could decide for yourself. Well, hey, you know, 
this information that you provided that is independently sourced, I'm just not going to go with. Thank you, but no thank you. You could decide to do all that, but at least you know, at least you know up front, hey, you know, everything that he's saying, it's been verified by multiple sources. Or you'll find yourself getting advice from people who don't necessarily know what they're talking about. Now, let me also say this. I believe you can get your wisdom from anywhere. Yeah. I believe you can get your wisdom from anyone and anywhere. I believe two homeless people talking doesn't mean that there isn't wisdom there because you don't know you don't know the necessary uh reason or how they ended up uh in that, you know, position. You don't know that. But what I do know <laughs> what I do know is um Everybody has something to offer within a conversation. Everybody does. That's why I I don't understand why people are so quick to say, well, I'm not going to listen to that and I'm not going to do that. And, you know, they're really quick. They're really quick to get rid of um, something. People are faster to get rid of something than to actually sit down and absorb it. That's what I'm noticing. And and so as I'm listening to um, this show and I'm listening to the wisdom here, I wanted to make sure that we at least jump in and say, hey, yeah, you do want to be careful who has your ear because whoever has your ear has your heart. But you also don't want to ignore wisdom when it's right in front of you. When somebody try to hand you wisdom and you decide uh, <laughs> to ignore it. Now, who's the fool? Third piece of wisdom with the Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld conversation is there's beauty in doing absolutely nothing. There is beauty in doing absolutely nothing. Now, I'm not saying don't be productive. I'm not saying don't plant great seeds and great soil. All I'm saying is there is beauty in doing absolutely nothing. Honestly, that's when I get my best wisdom. Eddie Murphy's sitting there and he's talking about how some of his best moments are when he's just with his family and just relaxing and not having to think about anything. No news. The news is off. He doesn't really care about what's going on out there. He just wants to live his own individual life. And that's something I've been cutting back to. Like, I want to know what's going on, you know, the information that is being pushed out there. But what you notice, you know, is you're getting less news stories here on the podcast and more experiences. So the more I'm experiencing uh, different content or different things, different conferences and and the, the things that I'm finding, then, you know, the content has to change on the podcast. Whenever you're consuming so much negative news, I know right now a lot of people's hearts are heavy. With the information that keeps coming out with with gun control laws and lack thereof, with, you know, presidents versus congressmen, with different cities around the country uh, feeling the pain of uh, trying to figure out where they belong within the country and the things that they can do to improve. 
there's so many different things that could be suppressed into your mind when you are following all this other stuff. And it's good to come here and other places and get away. Get away from it all and just have a small group of people and and have your own individual reality and almost uh, be blind to what the world is trying to dump on you. (laughs) The world is trying to dump all this information on you. And it's good to filter it all out and just stay within the black equity of things. The next piece of wisdom that we're finding when Eddie Murphy is sitting down with Jerry Seinfeld. And Jerry Seinfeld is talking about the good old days. And he's looking back at when they've played at different uh, shows in different areas. And he said, you know what's always funny? When people tell you that you've won something. <laughs> people think that when you win something, it means now you're part of the entertainment industry. You know, you talk about these different contests that comedians have. And it's like, yeah, these people, they'll, uh, they'll say, you won this particular contest. And Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld says, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. It means you won something on that particular night. It doesn't mean now you're, you've made it. Now you, you got to show up another night. Now you got to do it another day. Now you got, it, it never ends. You're only as good as what you do in that moment. So business owners. Investors, I know a lot of us are winning different contests. You know, how many likes do you have on social media? How many people have you um, worked with? Uh, what, what new acquisitions do you have? And that day, you won. But guess what? The next day... What what does it mean? You're only in it. You're only in it when you are in it. You're only playing the game and, and living the life that you want to live when you're playing the game and living the life you want to live. It's good to detach and get away from it. But don't be consumed by winning. <laughs> be consumed by enjoying Be consumed by enjoying the process. That's what I'm gathering here. I'm often asked, hey, DJ, when you first came in and you were trying to figure out this game that we call life and you were trying to become a content creator and you're building your podcast, who was who was the kind of person that helped you out? Well, it's very obvious for me. One of the most pivotal people uh, for me in my success has been Ash Cash, and he he's helped me tremendously. He's been a great friend, a great mentor, someone that I can reach out to. He always responds back to me. We look out for each other. I love, love, love the content that he puts out. And so if you are interested in getting your mind right, your money right, I would invite you to head over to I am Ash Cash on Instagram and go check out his Mind Right, Money Right workshop. It is, for me, what ended up elevating my mind and elevating 
the way that I approach this thing. And what I really loved about Ash Cash is he's never felt threatened or tried to stop me from doing anything. He's always provided me significant value all day, every day. And I've never been just a taker, like, oh, I'm just going to take the information. Also share information as well. So you're hearing this live here on Black Equity. Become um, mind right and money right. And also go ahead and sign up for his new book. Oh, he's taking the principles that Nipsey Hussle has provided us. Principles, my friend, principles. He's provided these principles. uh, And I want you to go. Uh, download and, and get the access to the book that's coming out with Ash Cash. So go do that right now and then come right back so we can finish up here on Black Equity. The next piece of wisdom that I'm finding here, Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee on Netflix right now. When the money comes in, that's when things get less funny. When the money comes in, that's when things get less funny. Why did we say that? Why is this wisdom coming? Because when you have these big productions, this is Jerry Seinfeld and Annie Murphy. They're, they're looking at it. They're like, you have all these big, big money, big budgets and all this other stuff. And it's so over the top. It takes the essence and the intimacy away of stand-up comedy of being funny. And so all the entrepreneurs out there, all the investors out there, having the money is cool, raising the capital is cool, and all that talk about the money is great. But are you really enjoying yourself? If you're enjoying yourself, that's fine. Make sure what you're doing is a byproduct of enjoyment. Don't get so caught caught up in having big budgets that we don't enjoy it no more. Let's stay grounded in enjoyment and, and excitement because that is where true creativity and imagination, that's where they live in the roots. You can't have fruits without the roots. The next piece of wisdom, we're, you know, 20 something minutes in and they both agree that everything is funny. And see, I think I have a comedian's mind. (laughs) I really think I was uh, a comedian in my past life. I have no interest in being on stage. I have no interest of being a comedian. Oh, I love comedy at least really good comedy to be able to dissect society, no holds barred and just tell it how it is. Why are people upset? I I don't know. This is my truth. And so they see the joke in everything. They see jokes at funerals. They see jokes at this. They see jokes at that. It's um, being uh, a cultural critic in a way. And people, you know, they'll criticize me and I laugh at it. Like, okay, cool. (laughs) Cool. You think the podcast is about celebrities. You think that the Black Equity Podcast is just a a bunch of 
information about celebrities. I find that to be hilarious. Because that means you missed everything. (laughs) You missed it all. And I find the joke in it all. And a lot of people think I'm a very serious person. Oh, no. I'm not as serious as you may think. But I do understand the times we're in. I understand the current climate we're in. And I think we should be paying close attention to the society that is around us. But for the most part, those who really know me, they know that none of this matters. It's all one huge joke. And I'm enjoying it all. And you should too. The next piece of wisdom, Jerry Seinfeld says, the lack of focus is why we have a lack of greatness. The lack of focus is the reason why we have a lack of greatness. Eddie Murphy also says, hey, you know, you have to do something. You have to put in the time to truly get great at something and truly focus on something. You have to put in the hours. And so, Black Equity listeners, are you focused? Are you putting in the time? Or are you all over the place? Are you all over the place? Are you investing in every different thing and trying every little thing you can? Or are you zoomed in? Are you are you all the way tuned in to who you are? I challenge you today. As soon as this this, this episode is over, decide what is my core focus? What is my core focus? Because if you don't have that, it's going to be really hard to reach greatness. That's what I'm hearing. That's the wisdom I'm hearing. Maybe you're hearing something different. I'm hearing lack of focus leads to lack of greatness. And we only want great people here on Black Equity. If you want to be great, let's find your focus. You're not sure about that? Set up a 15-minute power network call with me. Let's talk about what we could focus on. And once we start focusing, watch what happens. The next piece of wisdom, Eddie Murphy talks about how when he was coming on the scene, this is heavy. When he came on the scene, uh, he noticed that Richard Pryor felt some type of way because back then there was this stigma that there could only be one black comic that was at the top. There could only be one that everybody knew back then. And when Eddie Murphy came on the scene, he noticed that Richard Pryor would not show up to some of his events or he wouldn't come in if he knew Eddie was there. He felt uh, threatened in some way. And so for all of those who already are on the scene and who already had their podcasts and their books and their courses and their different things, how do you treat the new people that come up? Are you threatened by them in any way? Are you going to hold back information from them in any way? Or are you really going to build with them? 
one of the people that I'm working with shared something really beautiful with me. Equity equals loyalty, my friends. Equity equals loyalty. Richard Pryor could have brought them on. They could have did equity deals together. They could have did more together. But because there was this thing, they couldn't do as much together. Of course, they ended up working together. But they could have done more. Because of the, the, the pushback that he's receiving from Richard Pryor when he's first on the scene of, you know, I'm not sure if I really want to support this new person. Now, are you doing that in your business? Are you doing that as an investor? Are you scared of who's coming up? Or are you going to put your arm around them and say, hey, let's get there together? Let's get there together. It's not a changing of the guards. It's not what you think it is. It's not a changing of the guards. It's just, hey, I'm here too. And then what I noticed, (laughs) what I noticed is Eddie Murphy talked about how Bill Cosby was really mean to him when he first got on the scene. He would call him up and say, you can't do it like this and you can't do it like that. And they talked about the ego of some of the people who were there before and how they wanted you to be a certain way and to do a certain thing. They wanted to control your behavior. The ego of these people, Bill Cosby, Richard Pryor, they were so uh, intimidated by a young Eddie Murphy that when they saw him, they would uh, reach out and try to control his content. You can't say it like that. You can't do it this way. And so the lesson in all of this, the greatest lesson that we're learning watching this entire interview is when there's new people coming in, which is going to be every single day in your industry, every single day there's somebody new. Will you put your arm around them? (laughs) Will you put your arm around them and help them out? Will you put your arm around them and help them out or will you push them away? Will you push the the person who's new to the scene out of the way? Will you try to control them? What will you do when the new, new person shows up in your circle? How do you treat the outsider? How do you do that? Because the gnat tells me everything. How you treat the new kid on the block? Ooh. It tells me everything. See, when I was coming up as a young DJ, I moved around a lot. And I was always the new kid on the block. And I always had to prepare for the group of people who decided, oh, he's new. Let's take him out. Let's get rid of him. I'm always used to this. I'm always been the new kid on the block. 
And so when I see new kids on the block who are coming into their own and coming into their space, come on, Black Equity, let's talk. Let's talk. Because you're, you are just as valuable now than you will be at 20 years from now. So I already see your value. Let's go. Let's talk. Because you have something new to offer the world. A new perspective. A new way of seeing things. I want to work with you. I don't want to compete. Compete with you? No, that doesn't make sense. Why would I compete with somebody who's eventually, if not already, going to be on a whole nother level than me? No, I want to sit down and I want to have conversations with you. I want to build with you. And I want to show you, hey, loyalty and equity go together. Let's figure out the equity of the, the relationship. Let's have an equitable relationship. Not transactional. Yeah, that transactional stuff. Man, transactional relationships fade away fast. But those equitable relationships, they last forever. So there's no changing of any guards. It's just you're new and now's your time to be a star. And who am I to get in the way of your destiny? The game hasn't changed much since when Jerry Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy first got in. The game is the game. The only thing that has really changed is the technology and the people involved, man. (laughs) Black Equity listeners, hear me loud and clear. The game has not changed. As I'm sitting here and I'm analyzing what a wonderful conversation between two of the best comics out there. There is a little bit of a elite mindset, you know, I'm an elitist. There is this thing of the haves and have-nots. You can find that in the wisdom there. But you can also find, wow, these two guys are really focused on their craft and they built this world for themselves. They became creators for themselves. And I remember coming up and uh, I had a friend who called himself a, a creator and I didn't even understand how that meant. I didn't even, I couldn't even fathom you know, someone being called, calling themselves a creator. And what I learned over time is we are all creators. We are all creators. And so I am finding true beauty in just sitting back and working with some of the greatest people out here who are shifting black culture the movers and shakers of black culture. And I get to talk to them all and it's just a wonderful experience. And so I'm not in competition with any of you. I know you think I may be. <laughs> I, know you, I, know you, I know you wish I was in competition with some of you, but we're not competing. We're not competing. But if I, if I notice something happened, and I noticed the way you treated people when they first came in. I think I could be like Eddie Murphy. I can sit at the table and say, I didn't like the way Bill Cosby treated me. I didn't like the way Richard Pryor treated me. And here I am, DJ Wisdom, sitting here on Black Equity. And I'm telling you, I didn't like the way certain people treated me. 
And that's why I get so excited about these new podcasts that are popping up and these new content creators that are coming who are aligned with the vision that we we have for our community. And so if you're a podcaster, if you're a content creator and you want to come on Black Equity and you want to add value to the podcast by talking about different things in the culture, the doors are open. If you're a business owner and an investor and you want to talk about what value you can bring to the culture, but by also talking about the things in the culture and how they relate to your products and services, the door is open. I am not a gatekeeper, but I am here. And so in order for us to sit down and talk, it's all about relational equity. Because equity, my friends, equity equals loyalty. And there's nothing, there's nothing more equitable than friendship. That's what we saw in this conversation with Eddie Murphy and Jerry Seinfeld. And that's what I offer to anyone who would love to build the equity of friendship. There are no guards. There are no changing of the guards. It's just always going to be somebody new who's coming up. There's always going to be somebody new who's bringing value. And you better get used to it. You better get used to the new kids on the block.